This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Steve Davis, snooker legend, join us. He's... Uh, He's gone down a very different route, hasn't he, as we're going to yes, discover. Yeah, yeah. And we were back in the pub garden. Great fun, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, we played sport or not. Uh, we dug that one out. We dug that one out from the crypt. So uh, you'll hear an old game of, uh, well, a new game of sport or not. And it's, we were a touch sketchy on the laws, I think it's fair to say. And we had a chat about various things, didn't we? And we there did. was some good news for you, wasn't it, today, Andy? Oh, very At the top good of the news show. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So don't touch that dial. <laughs> Seven minutes past one, and um, we haven't got a cup of tea yet, have we? So, but I, I, I take it, Andy, you've had no more joy. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's bizarre. It isn't is it? bizarre that it's actually disappeared. Somebody this knows. Is, by the way, this is Andy. Uh, Andy's uh, mug is a uh, lame um, slogan mug that went missing about three or four days ago. Uh, yeah. No, longer than that. Now, no, isn't put it? it away Friday. Washed it up. Put it away in its normal place Friday afternoon after the show. Came in Monday. Where's my cup? It's gone. It's so just some, bizarre. Someone's isn't it? taking it home. But um, there you go. It's uh, sorry, it's Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talk Sports. Um, Victoria's just rejoined us. I take it we've got some breaking news, Victoria. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Yes, I've got some breaking news, and this is away from the Tory leadership election, and it's actually some good news oh, good. for once. Um, Andy Jacobs' missing lame slogan teacup <laughs> has been found safe and well in Virgin Radio's kitchen. That's Virgin Radio's kitchen. I looked three times in Virgin Radio's kitchen. Someone's Did put you? that back. They well, not, not well enough, clearly. No, no. <laughs> I cannot confirm who has taken it. We don't have the information. Can you look into that for us, Victoria? I can Victoria, that was very get good. You and Alex, we'll get on that story. Thank you very much. So there we are, breaking That's news. And his lame slogan <laughs> mug has been found. <laughs> tea, coffee, or, you know, vodka, as well, it says on it. You know, yeah, the green lid, the turquoise cup. It's a, it's a, it's a truly 
ugly item. <laughs> but he got very attached to it, didn't you? <laughs> there it is. Look at it. He's so, shout the camera three. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's so pleased with it. It's, it, 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 it yeah. Prouder than that, that many people are of their uh, medals for we'll the We'll never Europa know League. how it got there. We'll never know who took it, but somebody felt guilty. They brought it back, and uh, there it is. But good. Chris Evans took a lot of shine to it. You think Chris did? <laughs> I reckon it was. Yeah, it might have been his I'm morning mug. Chris Evans. It could be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we're all incredibly excited. The fixtures are out this morning, but they one are. person who won't be seeing any of the games or or going to any of the matches oh, okay. is the old soldier who wrote to the Daily Star today. I'm afraid he's a recipient of today's life ban for this one. Yeah. Um, Watch the England versus Scotland match in the Women's World Cup because they knew they'd be watching... Oh, 6.1 million people, rather, watch the England oh, yeah. versus Scotland match because they knew they'd be watching a team that play with pride and guts instead of the prima donnas that fall over at the slightest touch. You mean the ones that got to the semi-final last year in the World Cup? Don't worry about it. They are more worried about driving a better car than their teammates and how much they're getting paid. There you go, mate. You won't be watching any so of the games. So that's now the three news. people you've yeah. forbidden, forbidden to watch any men's football yeah. next season. That's it. I, I still can't get. Have you thought about how you're going to enforce this? You can't be. You're going to have to take on two staff to follow these people around. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think I. I can mean, if you're it. really committed to this, you I can sit here and make sort of empty threats about you can't watch football next year. <laughs> but it's like a banning order. How are you going to enforce it? Well, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give it some thought. Okay. <laughs> Which means I've no idea. I've no idea. Yeah. What, oh, poor it? Mark Fillmore said, I'm so thrilled with uh, the breaking news from Victoria there. I haven't slept for two days. Yeah. I know people were very upset for well, you, Andy. I was upset Th well. when you, Theft is not a good thing. I, I was going to send you to counselling. <laughs> I didn't think it was theft, but, but there we go. Yeah, it's back. It's back. Uh, yeah, no, I did quite well last night because I didn't watch the first half of the uh, France-Norway game. I came in on the second half and it was actually quite a good game. Mm. Uh, brilliant own goal, if you haven't seen it. It's Beautiful bizarre. finish. It was Clive Allen-like in that season, 87. Uh, brilliant. It just, it just opened up her body, just slotted it right in the corner, <laughs> could have put she? it anywhere. Yeah. It was inexplicable, really, and she felt that too. I was thinking, though, you don't see a lot of clattering in women's football. There was a late clatter when, but you don't see a lot of players like, you know, really clattering yeah. each other. You don't see a lot of rutting, do you? You don't see a lot of the old heads oh, together. Oh no, you don't see any of that. Why don't you see? But why, you know, why not? Well, I tell you, who's got because rutting is a male stag. My, well, yeah, but male I, stags rut. Yeah, if you're playing, female if you're, stags don't you know, rut. I, I think I'd like to see. I think if anybody's going to rut during this World Cup, it's going to be Lucy Bronze, <laughs> who has got. Oh, some, she's, yeah, she's, she's got she's, something yeah, about her. She oh, was kicking true, off yeah. the other day when she wouldn't give Scotland the ball back, and she was giving it to the ref. So I think if anybody. He's going to go foreign to foreign with a player. It may be our Lucy, actually. It was another brilliant example of the advantage rule not being played, I don't think, properly. And it, I think it needs changing. If you don't accrue an advantage, it should be brought back. I just think it should, it should be like rugby. Yeah. So, David Ellery, while you're messing the, the rules of football and ruining the game, why don't you tend to this one? That actually might be a better idea. You haven't seen the... The best goal I've seen so far in the tournament was scored by... Uh, Nigeria. I haven't seen they, it. The first goal was an own goal against South Korea. Mm. Second goal, lovely kind of curled ball into space from the kind of uh, in their in their own half into the sort of right channel. Lovely run into the right channel, round the keeper. Very difficult angle once she's got round the keeper. Slots it in. No, Two you do. Nil. I tell you what, you, you do see some. I mean, the pass that set up the French own goal was delightful. There's a sort of disparity in women's football. I think between the best. And the worst of it. I mm. mean, that, that's one of the differences, I think. But it's, it's been enjoyable. And uh, I, th I thought, you know, it was, it was fun. It was a good game. And uh, France were a bit lucky, really. But they, there you go. I think Friday evening, the England-Argentina 
uh, game. Oh, yeah. Pretty I'm, decent audience. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Be good. Uh, what else have we so got? So, fixtures wise, Manchester United. Oh, yeah. uh, is that Manchester United at home for you or away? No way. Away that's on a, the Sunday. That's a tough old yeah, start. Yeah, it's a tough game, really. They'll have about £400 mm. million pounds worth mm. of new players, and we won't. <laughs> It's a funny club, Chelsea. I mean, I, I think they were making the point in the last show. Sam was making the point. They have to appoint a manager, you know, hanging on for Sari, whether he's going to, you know, g- get five million for him. You know, really, in the terms, great scheme of things, it's no yeah, point. But look, they will be lining someone up if, if it's if it's a matter yeah, of horse trading. Last about year they did this, and they let they left Sari with so little time, and the and Conte started pre season. It's ridiculous. Sort yeah. it out you've now. Got, you've got about Just four weeks. Sort it you've out. got four weeks until they really come back. Are, Andy, really. You get sick of all this petty, you know, over what for them is not a lot of money, I mm. don't think. But there you go. Um, but this piece in Rod Little I thought was a very odd piece this morning. This is about the Women's World Cup. He says, a team of men, any men, would be every team in the competition with ease. And you think to yourself... It's the most ludicrous thing you could ever write about men's and women's football. You can make that point about any sport. Usain Bolt would be any woman in the world. So don't have, in, on that basis, don't have 100 metres for women. Mm. You know, uh, men's hockey team would be any women's hockey team. On that basis, don't have England's, uh, Great Britain's rather, gold medal winning team in the Olympics because, you know, you don't want women's hockey. If Sam Quex listening, you may take issue with that. I don't know. No, no, I'm making the point. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's ridiculous. No, I'm saying that she thinks they possibly couldn't beat, beat the men. <laughs> well, maybe they well, could. Not, I don't know if but, they you know, could it's, or not. It's daft to, to compare it like that. Well, mm. I was, thought it was a very, very strange piece there. But there you go. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, yes. You see that golfers are struggling to play sky-high hotel prices at the US Open. Really? And you think to yourself, really? I mean, however high it is, you know, you, they earn a fortune, golfers. They? Well, Even the bloke that comes like a sort of 250... Domingo six. Hospital. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, it's, is he still going? I, don't, I doubt it. I think he's now a soap opera in, in America, a daytime soap, isn't he? We used to love him, didn't we? Domingo Hospital. We used yeah. to love him. Yeah, he was the lowest ranked player on the on but the. But he still earned good money. on the money list. Yeah, yeah, he was still on good money. Yeah. I'll have to check it. But yeah. you know, I was surprised that some of them hired um, Winnebago type things. You know. Okay. And well, Colleen Rooney has sent Wayne an anniversary message on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Just send him a card like everyone else. <laughs> I don't get these public displays of affection. Mm. Why have you got to let everybody know? It's really odd. If you want to say something to him, send him a nice message. I don't or, get Or it. speak to him. Or speak to him. I just don't get the idea of putting on social media. It seems like pointless to me. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. We spoke to Nigel Pearson earlier on, who's in Prague for the Speedway. Mm. And I mentioned whenever I go there... I, I look for the world's remaining CNA. CNA yeah. But of course, when you say something like that, you discover there's a lot more CNAs uh, spotted this week, says Peter Hawkins. In, uh, is that Seller High Street? C E L L E High Street or Keller High Street in Germany? Um, I was in Prague two weeks ago. CNA definitely still there. Oh, there good. is a CNA in Ostend. And I will, I will call in in August while I'm on holiday, says uh, Dave Yates. And it was a scream <laughs> who gave us that info before. There's a CNA in Amsterdam. No name on that. CNA going strong in Belgium and the Netherlands. Oh, great news. Yeah, great news. And there's one in Nice as well. And there's one in Bruges. And there's one in Budapest. And you may be interested to know that I'm in the not last co- any of this yeah. at all. Dave Cook. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you look, I, I don't think you did much of your shopping at CNA. <laughs> not really, no. I went to CNA Ilford for my lumberjack jacket <laughs> when you, I was a kid. Do you remember you those? You love a bit of outerwear. I went for my lumberjack jacket and my copy of Queen's uh, <laughs> Night at the Opera, bought on the same day near <laughs> really? Christmas. 
Anyway, you may be interested to know that in the last <laughs> couple of years, Andy isn't, my wife and I visited CNA stores in Vigo in Spain and uh, Kerpa in Slovenia on cruise stops. Blimey, what a cruise that was, the CNA Great, cruise. <laughs> Thank you, Dave Indalo. Good man. So, yeah, thanks for all your CNA knowledge. But, Nige, I'm sure we'll be tweeting the picture back. It's a, just a bit of a re- relic oh, yeah, of our past. I'd say it? it is, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Andy, was, uh, Andy lived at the top table. If it, it was nothing but Harrods and Selfridges for Andy, he wouldn't <laughs> have... Fortnums. He wouldn't have sullied. <laughs> in, in his youth, wouldn't have sullied himself with a CNA, definitely. Oh, now I'd be glad to go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, looking at the uh, Royal Court Circular this oh, morning, yeah. uh, the Princess Royal, fourth warden of the Fishmongers Company, attended a strategy meeting at the Fishmongers Hall. And you think, what strategy? Sell more fish. <laughs> Maybe she just goes and shouts at and drops the mic. Also, she's only the fourth warden. I mean, she's fairly kind of high up the pecking order. Yeah, Who are one, two, and three? three Is Biggins one? <laughs> Biggins is I don't know. I mean, to be only be the fourth warden of the yeah, Fishmongers Society. Who's, yeah, yeah who are, if you know, tell us. Yeah. Probably the same people who knew about CNA. Yeah, probably. They'll probably definitely know about that. What's um, the pecking order at the Fishmongers Society? <laughs> Good news for the moose, though, talking of fish. Yeah. Eat tuna and live longer, it says on the sun today. Wow, because so that he, that's all he ever eats, isn't it? Well, that moose? is, really. He loves a bit of tuna. He likes to microwave cream. tuna, doesn't he? <laughs> Which it goes down a storm in the office. Not great, I don't think he's able to do that here, is he? <laughs> and and uh, that grieves me. We mentioned him earlier. Yeah. He's, uh, he's grown his hair out. I mean, he, honestly, talk about Nan's hair. All he needs is a blue rinse. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of a funny look. It's got it's a, a bit unwieldy, isn't it? Always unwieldy. But there you go. Never mm. mind. He's a good player. Um, I've done the life ban. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, Stefan Dennis is coming in tomorrow from Neighbours. So he is, really yeah. Uh, Paul Robinson. I'm very jealous. Denise Van Outen's landed a part in Neighbours. Is she really? Yeah. She's, she's acting. Well, look. I'd, with him over here. If you go over there, you've, you've more or less been told that if you go over there, oh, yeah. um, Dr. Carl, Alan Fletcher will, will get you in the background. That, mm. uh, I just wouldn't trust you, though. You are the world's worst actor. And even as an extra, <laughs> I'm fairly certain you'd look right down the barrel. Yeah. Right. They just get to the end of a really dramatic scene where Carl says, Susan, I'm leaving you. That's it. And then he just went and then it goes, cut! Why is he suddenly turning to Paul Breen Turner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's just... And we say, Why have we had to... We can't use that. Oh, they think that was the most dramatic scene in the history of Neighbours. Yeah. And then they look and there's a bloke right in the background you know, looking right down the barrel, looking right up. into the camera. <laughs> we can't go with that. We're going to have to do take two. They, it's the greatest take of Alan's life. Oh, yeah. He never be disappointed, like wouldn't he, yeah. really? Uh, Trevor Bayliss, the England cricket coach, isn't yeah. a fan of Sheldon Cottrell's salute. He isn't. And it's, it's a funny one, this, because I, I like a bit of character in my sportsman. And it, the first time I ever saw it, I thought, yeah, that's funny, that's great. Yeah. He, was, he was in the army and whatever mm. military background, and he likes it, and he's a good bowler and everything. But it is a bit annoying. He does it every single time yeah. he takes a wicket. Yeah. You think, you know, I get the idea. You know, but uh, Trevor Bayliss, to be in in context, was kind of half joking. It was quite tongue in cheek the way he said it. When you hear it, he's, oh, was it? yeah, he, he sort of said, you know, but I, I mean, anybody over forty would find it that way. I'm mean, basically yeah, saying well, he's a bit old enough, school. Yeah. He didn't have a major problem with it, really. I don't think. <laughs> don't turn into something it's not. Uh, there was also a CNA oh, yeah. in Leipzig. Oh, is there really? Good news, Andy. <laughs> says Stu. Great Hill. news! I love it when people do this when they text the uh, yeah. national newspaper and they say, mm. "Looking at your re- looking at your recent pictures of Michael Barrymore, it seems he's changing into David Attenborough." Anyone else notice this? No, 
No, not at not all. Not really. You're not <laughs> even getting a single. You're not even getting a quick <laughs> single for that. <laughs> Definitely not. And, uh, oh, a couple of good races at Haydock today. Yeah. The 7.30s, the Janine Birch halfway to a century handicap. Nice, that sounds good. And 8 o'clock is the Andy and Rachel are getting married handicap. <laughs> Great on that. I do like these. Yeah. And uh, what else have we got here? Oh, yes, this bloke says, also wrote to the uh, star. He said, Can anybody help me? When was the last time? Is that all he says? (laughs) He's going to have to put some. Me on the bone. What does he say? Does it, can oh, he anybody says, can help anybody, me? It's just as ridiculous. Can anybody help me? When was the last time the BBC produced anything funny? Fleabag, Live at the Apollo, Ramesh Ranganathan, Mum, Anish Kumar, all total liberal lovey dross and not in the least funny. And you think, well, not really. Fleabag was brilliant. Live at the Apollo is just a load of different stand-up comedians. You can't yeah. really judge it like that. Romish is really popular. Mum, I enjoyed. I thought it was really it good. It sounds like he'd enjoy our, enjoy our old mate Brendan. If he's he'd probably watch uh, yeah. Mrs well, Brown, I like he? that too. So, you know. Yeah. Um, Michael Holding's not very happy, and I don't blame him. No. I mean... Uh, Why, was he not a fan of Live at the Apollo? <laughs> no, he's not. The, uh, the head of the host... Mikey broadcast. in the front row at Live at the Apollo, <laughs> not laughing <laughs> any of the jokes. Yeah, yeah that wouldn't be good. Yeah. He, the head of cricket at uh, mm. Sunset and Vine, who provide the ICC feed for the tournament, the host mm. broadcasters, basically sent out an email saying that um, the duty of the commentators is not to judge or highlight mistakes, even though occasionally we're privy to footage which gives us access. And you think, for goodness sake, and, and Holding has taken exception to this because he was commentating last week when West Indies were playing Australia. Yeah. And he criticised the umpires, but he was absolutely 100%. It was some of the worst umpiring you will ever see in your life. What, Chris Gale was given out twice, three mm. times, he had to review it. There was one that, that he ended up reviewing it. You think, that's going to hit long leg. You can't <laughs> possibly think that's hitting the stumps. So... Michael Holden, who's seen so much cricket, yeah. surely he's entitled to say that was poor umpire. I, this idea of sort of whitewashing mm. coverage and what I hate it. I think mm. it, it's a, it's really an insult to the to the viewers. Well, I suppose the viewers can see it was rubbish umpiring. There's no point not saying it. There's always that fear, isn't there? You know, you, if you're an independent production company, you may be slightly in fear of losing, uh, getting on the wrong side of the ICC and losing well, the, the contract. Well, the ICC are wrong too. Yeah, If you're going to if you're going to give Mikey the job, he's got to be allowed to do it. Hasn't yeah. He? Well, he is going to carry on. So well, that, that is that is good because he's very good in it. That is a good thing, really. Uh, I've got a question for you. I don't know if you can answer it. Maybe it's one for people who watch a lot of Blackburn. But it strikes me that um, I know Bradley Dax attracting some interest from Villa and Brighton. Uh, and uh, Tony Mowbray's hopeful they can keep him. But he's kind of Lampard-esque, isn't he? He's, he scores goals, he makes goals. I just wonder, he's uh, one of those players, when we had it with mm. Jordan Rhodes, he's, go, he's going well, you think, could he do it in the Prem? You know, it's only yeah. one way to find out, of course. Look at Madison, a lot of players yeah, do yeah, well yeah. in the Championship. Some do, some do. You've got to trust, trust player, your judgement, haven't you? Player. You know, I was telling you earlier that um, Colleen Rooney sent... Uh, Wayne, a sort of anniversary greeting mm. on social media. And I was like, yeah. it's ridiculous, really. I don't know why they do this. But <laughs> the bottom of the article, I forgot to mention this, fan Zozo Marshall wrote of the couple's devotion. It's so nice to see people work through things instead of uh, on to the next in this day and age. When you love someone, you love them unconditionally. And you think... Well, that's true, but who cares what Zozo Marshall thinks? <laughs> I know I don't. On that basis, mate, you'd never read any article, would you? I don't like those sort of... This is how populace. Twitter reacted to it. The Zozo Marshalls of this world, as Brian Marwood might say. It's very true. So, um, Haydock is off, I understand, oh, no. from Tom Howarth. 
but hopefully the wedding will still go ahead. <laughs> so there's no racing, Tom. Thank you for letting us know. <laughs> Blimey, we missed this one, Chris in York. Yeah. There's a CNA in Rio. Really? We never went past it. No, we didn't see it. No, I didn't see it at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, still there as well in Fuerteventura. I mean, so basically going from one, from I thought the only one in the world. <laughs> to there's loads. thousands of them. Yeah. The only place they are is in Britain. Yeah. Why did they die out there? Well, Let's bring it back. No. Let's open our own branch of CNA. <laughs> you worked in, uh, you mean, worked in menswear, didn't well, you? I did. Yes, I think I'm, I'm well qualified. Could be an are you being served style business, <laughs> couldn't it? I see the producer helping us out though in the store. What you could see yeah. him, I've he's got a touch of the old uh, Mr. Before. Humphreys about him. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Good job he's not old enough to know what you're talking he about. He does know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and as our former producer called him, young Mr. Gray, <laughs> when we tried to teach him about old sitcoms, exactly. your mate there who didn't like uh, Romesh and the others, he, he would have uh, got that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's Hawksby and Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport and pull up a seat and join us now for hops, hearty laughs and hospitality. The three ages. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, in the legendary H&J... How would Goffey say that? <laughs> <laughs> Ops, hearty laughs and hospitality. Of course he would. In the legendary Hawksby and Jacobs <laughs> summer pub garden. Thanks to our good friends at Green oh, King. Yeah. Here we are. We're in the pub oh, garden. We're in the garden, We've yeah. Lovely, slipped yeah. out of the uh, studios. Near we are in the pub here. garden. Mm. It's, it's never a dull moment. In the uh, Green King pub garden, and we just <laughs> say there. that, and we are having we're having a beer. It's one of the great joys yeah, of this yeah, section of the nice. show. Yeah, we like this section of the show. We Green King, and cheers. we are today. Cheers, cheers. We clink glasses. Shall yeah. we? Here we are. Look at that. It's, it's nice. actually happening. It's not a sound effect. No, no. We are on the old golden hen. Beautiful. Now, actually. looking at this, Andy, I'm no expert, but it has a light golden colour. Thank uh, you. As I could, there's I'm giving it a sniff. I could, I've got black currants and tropical fruits. I don't know about you. Beer, yeah. mainly, isn't it, from your point of view? No. 
You can taste it. And it's a, it should be called Andy Jacobs, this beer, because mm. it's described as light and easy with a good level of bitterness. <laughs> Which it sounds like you completely. It really. is. Yeah. There, is a, there is a definite um, bitterness on the aftertaste. It's nice. It's a dry finish. I don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, that's, that's what I'm getting off of it. But there it is. You oh, try nice. it next time. Mm. Try it next time you're in your uh, your local I like that. Green King. So yeah, we're just sitting here, just kicking back in the mm. uh, in the pub garden here, and and there's the the Lone Piper, <laughs> Green King's Lone Piper. Yeah, and he'll be him to come. He'll be joining us up yeah, in Edinburgh. Heard, I hate the bagpipes. Yeah, you're not a big fan of the bagpipes. Oh, gosh, there's the worst sound on earth. <laughs> okay, well we're definitely going to make some friends in Edinburgh in a couple of months' time. That's good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I wonder what else is going on. Should we just get on with it? Let's just get on with it, shall oh, we? Oh, I like, quite like that Do you section. like that? Okay, yeah, let's see what else is happening in the pub garden, then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are quite near the railway. Well, that's lines, that miniature we? train there running around the garden for the kids. That's it's nice. nice. That's, that's lovely a lovely nice touch. touch yeah. Anyway, let's play Sport or Naught, <laughs> shall we? We play a game every week in the pub garden, so let's play Sport or Naught. Well, they brought back Celebrity Squares and they're bringing back the Generation game with Miranda off of... Uh, what's that show called again? Oh, yes, Miranda. So I suppose it was inevitable they'd resurrect more desperation in the guise of nostalgia with sport or naught. Still somehow getting away with it and asking the questions, it's Paul Hawksby. Meanwhile, blocking people on Twitter, fiddling with his infernal water app and nominally keeping score, Andy Jacobs. <laughs> there we are. It's about three years old, yeah. uh, Beaky did that. They brought back the Generation game, but Miranda didn't do it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Mel and Sue. Mel and Sue and it bombed Beaky. I'm not on Twitter. He's got rid of the water app. Because uh, he was in the loo too much. Uh, it's kept yeah. telling him to drink water. Yeah. Uh, but we are still getting away with it, kind of. And it is time for Sport or Not. A very, very simple game. Six questions. Are they sport? The names I'm going to give you. The six names I'm going to give you. Are they sport names or are they not? Naught. It's as simple as that. You've just got to spot them. Um, and uh, if you get them right... I thought, let's bring our contestants oh, in. Yeah. Tom is a Sheffield United fan and probably waiting outside for Frank Ribery to turn up. <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hi there, lads. How are you? Yeah, are you excited yeah. by the prospects? Who, who Sheffield United got first up? Oh, yeah, who's your first game? We've got Bournemouth away. Oh, Bournemouth. Mm. Not, not, the, there. not the glamourable tie you want. Mm. I mean, look, yeah, there's plenty of time to that'll play. Be, that'll be an attractive fixture. Everybody else. Yeah. That will be a, be a decent mm. game. It'll probably be last on match of the day, but through no fault of their own. No, I don't yeah. think so. OK. Um, <laughs> let's hello to Dave, the Chelsea fan. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Yeah, we're not so bad. Right, now, Dave. boys, have either of you heard sport or naught before? No. I haven't actually, no. OK, well, not to worry. Let me explain. Six names, are they sport, are they not? You've just got to tell me when you hear the name, it sounds like a sports person or not. Simple as that. You just say sport or not. That's your only role. Um, now, somewhere in there is a horse. Um, and uh, when, the, when the horse comes up, you'll hear this. Horse? Yeah, that's it. <clears throat> yeah. And well, you, you only hear it afterwards. You only hear it before, and otherwise it would be the point. No, you won't hear it before. <laughs> no, don't overcomplicate something that's going to get too complicated anyway. <laughs> if you think you hear the name of a horse, just yeah. say sport and horse. And if you get that right, you'll get an extra point. So, But once you've used your horse, you can't go horse again, basically. <laughs> now, you can also rules. you can also double up your score. You can double up your score with by playing your joker. And if you play your joker... You'll hear this. Jokanovic! Yeah, we first started doing that when he was quite terrible at Chelsea, That's but he's right, had a brilliant yeah. managerial <laughs> career since, hasn't he? So that, that hasn't really dated particularly well, much like What's us. What's that? They're closing the pub garden. Yeah, <laughs> apparently they want to send us all inside because it's raining. 
So, uh, that's it then. Sport or not, quite straightforward. Okay. We now need to toss the coin, the Jeremy Silverstone Memorial Toss. <laughs> Tom, you are up first. Heads or tails, Tom? Tails. What is it, Andy? Heads it is. It's uh, heads. So, uh, Dave, we'll let you go first. So, Dave's going to kick it off and Tom okay. will go second. And so, are you ready to play sport or not? Even if you're not tough, here we go. Can we have some, should we have some music bubbling under it? Well, that's what I we think, normally do. I think yeah, it might be, because it may be a touch dry. <laughs> so, so. Let's, let's have a little bit of music bubbling. I don't know if we're in the position to have music and the pub sound effect bubbling at the same time. <laughs> I don't are. know if we it's have the mixing. Same. I think, it, look, if we haven't, it doesn't matter. Let's just, let's just get underway. King Herod's yeah. fan will be able to sort it out. I'm sure. Now, uh, Dave, uh, yeah. the first name, I want you to tell me if this is sport or not. Danger Fourpence. Danger Fourpence, Dave, is that uh, a sports name or not? Not. You're going naught for that one, uh, Dave. Uh, Tom, what do you think? Danger Fourpence. I'm going to have to go with naught as well for You're that gonna one. You're going to go naught. Mm. Okay, have you got any idea who Danger Fourpence is? What does it sound like to you, uh, Dave? What, do you, what, is it, what makes you think it's not sport? Uh, it's someone who does stupid stunts. Okay, well, well, we'll find out. Um, Beaky, is that sport or not? Sport. No, of boys. It is. Yeah, Dan what do you mean? Course it, it is. Uh, Danger fourpence is a Zimbabwean footballer. He's tremendous. He was a very good player. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he's worth more than two bob. <laughs> he certainly <laughs> is. So um, there we are. So nil nil, Andy. I understand. Nil, You're nil, keeping yes, the score. This is your score, role. Yeah, that apart is from my role, undermining yeah. me. So uh, nil nil. And sitting here drinking a nice. Pint of IPA. So we switch. Man. So we switch now to Tom. He'll go first this time. Um, and Dr. Will Tickle. Dr. Will Tickle. Uh, Tom, is that sport or not? Could be a catch question. Could be straightforward. It's, you've got to sort that out. Dr. Will Tickle. What do you think, Tom? I'm going to have to go naught again for You're that gonna one. You're going naught, Dr. Will Tickle. What do you think, Dave? It's got to be naught. You're going naught. Okay, Beaky? Not. Oh, it yeah. is well done. He's a chiropractor mm. in Moorhead, Minnesota. <laughs> of course he is. Doctor, it's a good name, Doctor. It sounds like something from a Carry On film, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Will Tickle. They're played by Jim Dale. Doctor <laughs> exactly. Will Tickle. That's uh, Tom one, Dave one. Yeah, one all. Very exciting. Back to Dave then going first. Here we go. Scientific map. Scientific <laughs> map. Uh, M A double P. Is that sport or naught, Dave? Naught. Again, naught. Scientific map. What do you think, Tom? I'm going to have to go against Dave and go sport there. You're going to go sport on that one. Uh, Al Graham. Without any shadow of a doubt, that's sport. That is sport, yeah. yeah High school map. basketball player. They did very well in uh, in Florida. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what a name, that. Scientific Map. Yeah, it's a tremendous name, isn't it? So, uh, don't forget there's a horse in there somewhere, boys. Feel free to jump in whenever you feel you've spotted yeah. the horse and maybe get... Oh, and you've got your joker. When you're certain about one, you can play your joker and... Uh, it could have been a horse, Scientific Map. It, it could have been. That's what mm. I thought they'd go yeah. for. But uh, they were probably sketchier on the rules than I am. So, <laughs> uh, so Dave, Tom, Dave. Uh, Tom, you're first. Uh, dangly Don't Ask. Dangly Don't <laughs> Ask, uh, Tom. Is that sport or naught? I'm going to have to go naught. You're going naught for dangly don't ask. OK. Uh, what do you think, Dave? Sport. You're going sport, uh, dangly don't ask. Let's find out. I'm Sportagus. No, I'm Sportagus. Oh, blimey. Oh, blimey, Beaky. <laughs> 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 it was like 
That was weird. Jim Steinman next door. Um, it was today's horse, Dangley. Don't ask. It yeah. actually is not today's horse. It last ran at Newbury last October. Really? But it's a horse. Well, good. But it is sport. Oh, well, what's happened to it? Well, that means I don't know. Uh, it's it, gone the same way as CNA. Don't ask. <laughs> um, it's a gelding. So oh, they called it Dangley. So yeah, um, so sport. So that what's the score now? It means Dave's got one point. Tom yeah. two, Dave two. Two two. Very exciting. You can't go for horse. The horse has gone, boys. Forget yeah. that. But you can play your can play your joker for double points. Could be Tom, crucial. Dave, Tom, Don't yeah. forget. Okay, Dave. Here we go, Dave. Lancelot super sad. Lancelot super sad. Dave, is that sport or not? Uh, I'm going sport, and I'll play my joker. Sport, playing the joker. Very confident that Lancelot super yeah. sad is a sporting person. What do you think, Tom? No, I'm going to go with my joker. Oh, blimey, not messing about. Um, what was the answer, Beaky? I'm Nauticus. No, I'm Nauticus. Yeah. That doesn't no. work quite so well, does it? It doesn't work quite so well, <laughs> Beaky. That's, that is You're true. Yeah, oh, okay. good Jokers Beaky. were played. <laughs> it's just a lot of shouting, really. Um, it was Nauticus. He lived in Bridge. He probably still does. You think this is more organised than last week's house? He lives in Bridgeport, <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> He fell foul of the law, did Lancelot oh, Super Sad. He got involved with some bad people. I'm standing his corner. Sure, so, Lancelot Super Bad. Yeah, he's not, he's not sport. But jokers were played, and uh, yes, that, Tom that, I think that gives Tom, uh, Tom another... Tom Crucial. Tom Gives him an unassailable lead, doesn't it, Andy? It does. Four it's two. Tom 4, Dave 2, okay. with one to play. Playing for pride. Playing for pride, yeah. Okay, then, uh, Tom, you could really crush him here with Longer Longer. Longer, longer, Tom. Sport or not? That's sport, that, yeah. That's sport, that. Very confident. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, it's got to be sport. Yeah, OK, right, yeah, it is. What is it, Andy? It's sport. Well, I'll speak. That's how I'll speak first. Don't ask me. That's confusing. That's got sport written all <laughs> over it. That's got sport written all over it. what's the score? <laughs> so, look, a bit of consolation. The final score, Andy, was... Tom, five. Yeah. Very creditable... Performance. Dave also did well three, but today's winner is Tom. Well done, Tom. Congratulations. You are the reigning... We may not do this again. Based on that, we probably never will. But uh, you are now the reigning, possibly forever, champion of sport or not. And you could be si signing Frank Rebri and you're back in the Premier League. Yeah. So, uh, unlucky, Dave. Congratulations, Tom. There we are. Well done, the boys, as we dusted off uh, fairly. We never got round to the um, tie-break, which was a guy called Andy Freeze. Oh, it's yeah. a great name, isn't it? Andy Freeze. <laughs> it's good. Andy what do you Freeze. think? Sport or not, Andy Freeze? Uh, well, I've seen it. Sport. Oh, it is sport. Okay, slightly ruined it. Yeah. Uh, NASCAR driver. So there we are. That was uh, sport or not. What about his mum's sister, Auntie Freeze? <laughs> <laughs> Could be, yeah. <laughs> so we are in the summer pub garden, thanks to... <laughs> goodness me. A green King. Um, and uh, we'll be chatting to Steve Davis about possibly if he's still there, very shortly about his trip to the Glastonbury Festival. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. the sound of uh, Utopia Strong, Brain Surgeons 3. Wow. And uh, you think, why are you playing that on TalkSport? Well, because part 
uh, of the band, is uh, a legend of British sport, uh, the great snooker player Steve Davis, and he joins us now. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I didn't. I didn't think I'd ever hear that being played on talks, but I can't <laughs> believe it. What's going wrong? <laughs> What's the world coming to? They're going to be good. showing it. Going to be playing it on Sky soon behind all the goals. <laughs> well, no, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You know, you've arrived then. So this one, well, uh, yeah. we know you've DJed, Steve, and you're, you're kind of big time into your music, all different sorts of music. We, we had you down as a bit of a, a, a bit of a funketeer, a bit of a soul man, but you like a bit of prog as well, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you never know where your life's going to go, and it's a very strange process that's got uh, us to making a, a, a record, uh, and, and a credible one as well, on a proper record label, Rocket Records, but, um, Rocket Recordings, but um, it, it's, it's, you know, the journey, like, you know, you, I mean, I don't suppose you two ever thought you were going to be doing, like, the most successful sports programme. Yeah, you, know, you never know what's going to happen. No, that's right. So, yeah. You never know. We, so, we so still do <laughs> <laughs> so, so, as a result of doing DJing and then bumping into uh, another friend of ours, a DJ with Carvis Tarabi, who's, like, front man at Gong and everything, and bumping into another uh, uh, great musician, Michael J. York, we, we, we started to hang out. We started to like the same music we always have done. And we got together and started to just mess around making music. And I sort of got recently into playing modular synth, which is, um, you know, sort of like quite an esoteric instrument, but, you know, it's, it's achievable. Mm. And the next minute, we, we sort of improvised and made some, you know, sounds. We thought, these sound great. So we thought, well, let's see if we can make them into, like, you know, proper tracks. So it was very much a, a chicken came first rather than the egg. There was no plan. There was no idea. In exactly the same way, there was no real idea to DJ. So the next minute was we made this record and we thought, this is quite good. We like it. So, uh, and, and then we got a record deal with Rocket Recording. So, you know, like it's, you know, it's, it's sort of spiralling out of control. My life is totally out of control. I mean, I... <laughs> Whereas well, Jimmy White's still practicing in a dark room eight hours a day, pre preparing for the 2020 season, and there's me ending up at Glastonbury. <laughs> it's amazing. So where, it's where a long way from Snooker Loopy. It is a long way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, this, was, is, this is a, this is proper. This is proper yeah. music. Yeah. It wouldn't have been great, would it? Suddenly, halfway through that track, we hear pop the red and screw back. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't really have worked, would it? So, uh, having, so having said that. Having said that, Snooker Loopy, Chaz and Dave was a, it was a proper... Oh, it was, it was a classic. It's a huge it was, hit. It, it, yeah, and great songwriters, and it was so sad to see Chaz go. But, it, it, but, it certainly yeah. was, yeah. The, yeah. the influences, I mean, sort of electronic and stuff, a bit kind of a bit Germanic and a bit, bit proggy. What are the things that you, yeah, you, mainly. you put into it? Well, well, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong in as much as that's sort of the type of music that we sort of listen to. But you know, I, I suppose the, the 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 word psychedelic music springs to mind. But no, I mean, nothing's as black and white as one particular genre. But I, I like sort of I like different types of stuff. I mean, you know, I, I very much like sort of a lot of the electronic stuff that's being produced by some clever artists out there. So. Yeah, that's the road we've both gone down. So there's two of us playing modular synthesizers, and then um, and then um, Carlos Tarawi's playing guitar. But you know, it's quite a strange coming on the sports show talking about it because I mean, you know, I don't know how much of a crossover there is. But you know, from a snooker perspective, if anybody had told me I was going to be world snooker champion, I'd have laughed when I first started playing the game. If anybody told me that I'm now currently brain surgeon threes on Spotify, mm. you know, it's just, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, I have to pinch myself, and even worse, or even better, if that's true, um, we're going to be doing like uh, live gigs to back up the record when it comes out in September. 
Yeah. And so, I, you know, so I've had to register for PRS. I'm, I'm, a, I'm effectively a musician. What's yeah, going on? That's pretty. Now, some some bands often they'll have a kind of uh, a bands like Happy Monday, some dance, and <laughs> uh, or you'll have a I don't know Chaz Smash Chaz Smash with uh, Madness. So I like the idea of Dennis Taylor being your bez from the Happy Mondays. I could see Dennis down there with the Maracas at Glastonbury. Yeah. We could have a sort of the yin and yang. We could have, we could have happy Dennis, and then we could have miserable Stephen Hendry on the other side of it. So the balance, like, a, like a, no, he's not miserable actually. He's a great laugh, but yeah. like he, he could be, he could be the opposite. So we could have whichever, whichever type of track's a bit like a cuckoo clock, whichever one comes out, yeah. like you know, or the weather clock, yeah, weather vane. When will you be playing? Or what, what, what? Uh, where are you playing at Glastonbury? At uh, what time, Steve? Well, we're DJing at Glastonbury, but we're also playing uh, Glastonbury on the Sunday. We're actually playing sort of sort of secret gig, although it's not so secret now, in the um, the Crow's Nest on Sunday night. Hmm. But that's sort of, yeah, we're we're in our early stages of formulating our live thing. But uh, we're, we're all we're all systems go for Hackney, Os- uh, the Oslo venue in Hack- Hackney. Uh, we're supporting Teeth of the Sea on the fifth of September, and the album comes out on the thirteenth. Which really? yeah, it's a long way in the future, but I mean. I'm just basically going to be more nervous than the 85 final. <laughs> <laughs> so, Utopia Strong, Brain Surgeon 3 we just played, um, and uh, you can see the guys in action, as Steve just said. Just very quickly, another little story a day um, of somebody else getting out of their comfort zone, a snooker player. You've seen this. Uh, Sean Murphy, yeah, yeah. he's going he's to try and um, qualify for the Open at Port Rush. How brilliant! Well, he's a scratch golfer, and mm. what a great, what a great. I mean, yeah, here's the thing: don't get, you know, he, he knows where he's up to in the world of golf. And but what a great thing to be able to say you've done, put on your CV and you say you've done to actually turn up and play in the qualifiers. Good on him. And also, I mean, Martin Gould, the other, another snooker player, is a, is an exceptional darts player and was oh. considering doing the similar thing. Um, but I, mean, I, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I'm in full admiration. I mean, a few people have criticised Sean for saying, "Oh, you know, stick to snooker. You know, you need to get your career going and all things like that." Why, why not? Why not enter? It's only going to be a blip. It's only going to be once. There'll be a lot of interest, and it'll be great to see. So there we are. This afternoon's show. We return tomorrow. Jimmy Anderson joins us. Gary Stevens, Honest Gaz, of course, former Spurs and Brighton defender. And Paul Robinson from Neighbours. What's is Paul in a big plot at the moment? Is he in a big plot line? Not a especially but uh, he's always featuring so yeah oh, okay fair enough all right well, then you you have to be you have to carry that one for me oh, well, yeah, good stuff right. we'll see you tomorrow from one you've been listening to the Hawksby Jacobs podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code acast for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.